This is No Halos Here, hosted by Jen Lang and Jane Stark, the place to inspire a change in your consciousness to elevate the world. We're two heart-centered business owners nourishing our inner rebels while growing our respective businesses. No Halos Here is the result of bringing together an opera singer turned spiritual mentor and a marketing professional turned well-being coach to meditate daily. Together, we unite physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energies into a powerful presence to lead, heal, and inspire. We love exploring the shadowed edges of life, the universe, and beyond through honest and thought-provoking conversations. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of No Halos Here with Jen Lang and Jane Stark. Good morning. Hi, everybody. So we have just had a very, I'd say pretty intense, like hour and a half conversation in preparation for this episode. And it's just gone everywhere from, you know, from big decision making and choices to like tiny choices to freedom versus connection or freedom and connection and unity. unity. I know, my gosh, it's just ranged. (laughs) And so we have basically we're like, how can we put this in a way that is helpful to you our listeners and some some little pieces that are both relatable and actionable for all of you. And so we're going to use some examples from our own lives that have come up in the past couple of weeks. And what we the main sort of message you want to get is that these tiny choices create your future. And that we are presenting being presented with an opportunity right now, well, at all times, honestly, to call in the future that you want now. And you've probably heard that in other realms and other books and things. And you're kind of like, what does that mean exactly? Well, we're going to go into some of those tiny choices that can help you bring, pull on the thread of that future that you want, rather than creating it from the state you're currently in. That's the, I think that's the crux and that's the difference. So where do you want to start with this? It's a good question. I mean, do you want me to share a little bit about what I was just sharing with you about my past week and some of my yeah. thoughts yeah, let's, and let's start awarenesses? There. Maybe okay. just start even with the, like that last night example that, that the mm-hmm. meditation and the scrolling. Okay. So I, yeah, I mean, I have realized this week has been a really intense week. Um, just a lot going on at home, a lot going on at work. Um, I've been, I've come off of, as I think if you've listened to any of the past uh, couple episodes, I've come off a pretty good illness. So this week is the first week, interestingly, that I've really felt fully like back to myself where I'm like, yeah, my energy's back. And, and I, I really kind of, especially on the last weekend, I was really like gung ho. I had energy. I was like doing the whole, like just moving energy in the house, cleaning, you know, I like pulled off every sheet off every bed last weekend. It was like, (laughs) everything's getting washed. Like I was just in that energy and it carried on to my, into my week, um, which is great. But like I say, there was also a lot of intensity, a lot of emotions, highs, lows, Mm -hmm. um, not just from myself, from everyone in my family. And (laughs) excuse me, I got to yesterday and to be quite honest, I was exhausted. Like last night I was just done. I have, um, I haven't shared too much on here, I don't think, but saying to generally, I don't talk about it a lot, but I do have another hat where I do business and marketing consulting. And so I have a couple of contracts on the go right now. And one of them has really, really tight deadlines. And I took this contract on knowing that, um, but it's also kind of 
gotten even more intense um, than I realized. And so I've been juggling that we're building this business. We've got great momentum going. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found myself for the last couple of days going at a pace that I typically don't go at anymore because I know that it's not good for me and it's not healthy. And so I noticed, um, I was reflecting with Jen this morning and I'm like, huh, I feel very much like the place that I'm in right now and what's happening is very reminiscent of a time in my life about 10 years ago when I started on my own kind of spiritual awakening really. Um, and that is that I was in this place of back then, I was in this place of what I call super mom, where I had a toddler and a baby, like a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And my husband had just taken a job traveling. And I was uh, fairly early on in building my first business, um, the business, the marketing and consulting business. And I just had this, this idea that I could do it all. And I would just give it all, like yeah. everything to everyone. And I left nothing for myself. And I'm not in that space now, but I'm feeling energies of that. I'm aware that I'm like, oh, that's a little bit what it felt like yesterday. I've taken on an extra contract that, mm -hmm. you know, I haven't in the past. I've also taken on homeschooling my daughter. Um, you know, I've taken on, there's a number of different things in the household that I have taken on again. And I've done them very consciously this time. Yeah. And, but what I've noticed is that it's almost like this is, I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity. That's what I feel like it's here right now for me. It's an opportunity for me to do this differently this time. Yeah. And to do it in a different energy and to do it from a place where I don't burn myself out. But I have to be so conscious and I have to be choosing those tiny choices. I have to be making those tiny choices in the moment to change that reality. And right. so- I was just kind of having this moment of like yesterday, just catching myself last night. I said to my husband, like, I feel like this is reminiscent of like me from like five, 10 years ago, where like, I just, I, I get very passionate, like when something like about my work and things, and I sometimes have trouble turning it off and then I have to switch over into home mode. And yeah. Um, and I just wasn't, I'm like, I don't have fuel in my tank and I need to be really aware of that. And so last night I thought, okay, you know, I need to get into bed and I need to do a meditation or listen to like kind of a sound bath or something to wind myself down. And I got into bed and I scrolled. Oh, wow. <laughs> and yeah, oh, I got, yes. I got sucked in and then I scrolled and then I was like, oh, okay. I'm just going to turn it off and go to bed. Like I need to get my sleep. So forget the meditation. And Yeah. Imperfect it, and imperfect imperfection. imperfection, right? And so I yep. share that partly because I'm like, we're all human. It's real life. I yep. felt kind of shitty about it. And then I had to move on from it. Also, interestingly, I didn't sleep well last night. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yeah, that. I'm feeling that acceleration. I definitely, I feel that also partly because of like where I am in my monthly cycle, but also I'm feeling that acceleration in energy. Um, I'm seeing that in some of our news media stories, which Jane and I talked about earlier, which we're not going to bring specifically into this episode. We might refer to one or two, but it's we're very aware that we don't want this to become a politicized place. And mm -hmm. uh, we want to I keep... Don't even, I also don't like, want to pour energy onto no, that. No, exactly. So, but I'm feeling that energy of 
of, I'm not going to call it burnout, but if I continue along this path, it leads to burnout. And mm, yeah. I feel like that it's the tiny choices that we make that that like 1% trajectory that James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits, which I've just started reading. But those 1% incremental improvements that lead to a much better, brighter, bigger picture, yeah. rather than if you continue to like decrease by 1%, you're, you're going to be below zero, which is burnout. <laughs> well, it is. And, and when you said that, I got goosebumps of like, yeah, this is where I'm like, I see it almost like in my head, I get very visual and in my head, I'm like, yeah, so here's the crossroads. I get to choose to do this again. Like, yeah. and the choices I made 10 years ago led me to burnout. And I feel like I'm at this place again, where I'm like, I'm consciously choosing. I am, I have consciously chosen to bring my daughter home and to homeschool her. And my God, is it not easy, but I am so there for it. Like, yeah, I, I, I really, in my heart, believe that it's the, the path for her and I, and I am also consciously choosing to have my businesses and my work and mm -hmm. to build this. And I need to consciously choose my health. Yeah. And so, so that's the places. And like you say, those tiny choices where this morning I actually, I made sure that I sat down and meditated and gave myself the space before you and I hopped on. Cause I yeah. was like, okay. I can't roll into my day. So that's where, again, like picking yourself up and trying again. Yeah, totally. And each day is a new night. start. I think we've yeah. talked about that too. Like actually one of my singing teachers told me when I was doing my master, she's like every breath, every new breath is a fresh start. Yeah. And so even if you remind yourself of that throughout the day, each new breath, you know, everyone wants to say when, you know, when's the favorite day of the week for people's diet to start? It's like tomorrow, but what if it's like literally with your next breath? What if that change you want is literally with the next breath you take? It doesn't have to be the next day. It's kind of like, why put off the inevitable? Why postpone mm -hmm. the joy? Why postpone bringing in that magical future that you can see and taste, but you can't quite maybe feel in your reality yet. But if that, if that next breath choice, well, it's the discipline and that micro decision of doing the meditation rather than scrolling. Mm -hmm. It's that micro decision of I'm going to sit here and breathe for five breaths before I make that difficult phone call rather yeah, than. And actually it's interesting you say that because I did do that last night and I didn't really realize it, but I actually like after I stopped scrolling and I was like, I'm just going to turn the light out. I did have a moment where I was like, I actually just put my heart, my hand on my heart. And I took three deep breaths before yep. I went to sleep. And how beautiful is that? You know, yeah. that, that space of doesn't have to be a recorded meditation. You don't, you are your own best guide. And I think that's the connection that we have been, that's what the, all the external distractions that we allow ourselves to be pulled away from our own deepest internal guidance. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a guided meditation is not the best solution. It can mm -hmm. be a starting point and it can be a bit of an anchor when you feel distracted. This morning I was totally distracted. I was doing my spiritual practice and then I was like, oh, I need to develop this paperwork. I was like, I'll just take a two minute <laughs> break and do this paperwork. And then I was like, come back to the spiritual practice. And 
you know, ironically, I was writing about what, like where my mind was at. And I was like, well, today my mind is highly <laughs> distractible. So what does it need? It needs to be able to scratch that itch and still return to that space of focus. So, you know, sometimes I think we beat ourselves up sometimes around, oh, I didn't do this task in order, or I didn't get everything done on my to-do list. When in actual fact, what you needed today, what you needed to get done was just what got done. And that's okay. I think mm-hmm. you've talked about that before too. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this in the podcast. Um, it's actually in one of my meditations too. Everything that needed to get done was done. Yeah, I think I t- shared about that a couple, maybe before the holidays about the practice where I've started to just dump down my to-do list yeah. and trust. Like like for me, trust was such a big thing with that that everything that needs to get done will get done. And if it doesn't get done, it didn't need to happen. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously more to it than that. But for me, the biggest piece was trusting and not trying to control this mm-hmm. illusion of control that, you know, and, and this seeking externally, we had a client the other day that this right. came up with, right? This idea that we have to seek externally for all the answers, but it's into like, we know if we just look inside, it's, it's the answers are within. The answers are within and the the distractions, whether you want to call them ego or another layer, the distractions will always be there. <laughs> and the distractions mm-hmm. will keep you from looking at that space within. And, you know, if you're listening to this and going, oh, you know, why would I look within? Or I've done a bunch of inner work. Well, like there's, there's all these layers, right? And so the inner if, work never ends. The, it really Sadly. doesn't. It's, it's, I think I'm really it's coming to realize that and really coming to realize the inner like work. this week again, like, Oh, yeah. this is showing up. This yeah. pattern's here again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I got to choose. But it's I'm those tiny it... choices, but you yeah. have that awareness now. Yeah. So, you know, there are those layers of the inner work that you don't have to, it's not the same every time. So yes, it just, the pattern might come back to revisit you and go, oh, hey, I'm here Yeah, there's again, a new layer of this. But there's now. a new layer of the yeah. pattern. So it's just, it's easier because you, A, you recognize it. B, you're like, oh, I have the tools to deal with this. And mm-hmm. C, you're like, oh, I can do this. I can resolve this in half or less the amount of time than it took me the first time. So that's just other layer of inner work. Yeah. And we're all human. So again, like yeah. just to keep it Imperfect. real for everybody, like I didn't do the thing last night. And like you say, I have to practice forgiveness and I had to get up today and try again. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, I could use the, so I've been doing a 30 day yoga with Adrienne thing for mm-hmm. January. So a friend of mine, a good friend of mine and I meet on zoom. I share my screen and we do the yoga together. And we were actually really quite consistent up until last Thursday, a week ago, when I had um, had to make a short trip. And so we've been sort of catching up here and there on our own, and we lost a bit of momentum. And last night I'd arranged with her to practice around uh, 7 o'clock, and she, she didn't show up. And finally I was like, okay, I'm starting it at 7.15, whether or not you're here. And it was like I made that decision to start it and not let myself sit around and, oh, she's not here. I guess we're not going to do it. It was like, no, I'm starting it. And then she wrote back while I was doing the class and she's like, sorry, running late. I'll do it on my own. So it's that micro decision of I'm starting it regardless. And the 
feeling good about it and not worrying about the other person. This is also too about the inner work. We sometimes use other people as the excuse for not doing that work or for not taking that action. Well, what will they think? Yeah. Or am I a good friend if I start without them? It doesn't matter. That's the yeah. time you'd agree to. So how does this, you know, for you, our listeners, when you are operating in your day-to-day -day lives, where can you make a micro choice that will have longer far-reaching effects? And you might not be able to see them all yet. So it might be, get. do I get up five minutes earlier and just stretch for five minutes or mm -hmm. meditate? Do I get up, you know, either someone in my circle who is a single parent and they get up an hour before their son wakes up so that they can do their spiritual practice, so they can do their stretching and start their day in a more centered, grounded place than just getting up and falling into the franticness of, you know, getting ready for school and work and mm -hmm. making sure all the stuff's together. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I haven't read um, Atomic Habits yet, but I do know kind of the premise of it. And it's it really is in those small choices yeah. we make in the moment. Mm -hmm. and, and it reminds me of... I can't remember, you had this stat the other day we were talking, I'm jumping here, but to finances. But remember you right. were like, what is it, like a certain $27 a day or something? Or oh, adds yeah, up to yeah. $27 a year? Something. Yeah, 27, I think it's 27.64. I can't remember. If you save $27 and change um, a day over the course of a year, you'll have $10,000. But if you spend $27 and change a day, you'll have spent $10,000. Yeah. Right. Like, it, like, I don't know. It just popped into my head, but I'm like, it's that, that principle. And sometimes it's hard because in the moment we don't see the, and especially, no. you know, nowadays we're so about instant gratification, right. And seeing yeah. the results instantaneously. And, and that's the thing with this work is it doesn't necessarily happen overnight, but I mean, just going back to my story that I was sharing, I it's night and day. Mm-hmm even though I feel some of the similar energies and I could see a similar pattern potentially playing out. Yeah. It's all of those micro habits and those small choices I've made over the last number of years that has helped me a, be able to identify that, Oh, this is here. Yeah. And B I have the tools and I can make the choices to have it be different. So, and it's that creating. So I was going to say, yeah, what you were saying earlier too about, um, I think it was before we hopped on, but this idea that we, how do we create the life we want? Mm -hmm. What was it? You 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 go on this because I think okay, I think it's how do we create from a space far in the future rather from what's immediately in front of us? Yes. Is that what you wanted me yeah. to talk about? Yeah. So it basically, <laughs> it is. okay, okay, great. I was like, is that it? <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of those methods where it's like you create your future. Yes, yes, absolutely we do. And we create our future in those micro choices that we make every mm -hmm. day. And if you can create and be in the energy of the experience that you want, then that will come to you that much more easily and that much yeah. more quickly. Ha and... I'm just going to say, I was going to say, but, but I'm like, and there is the trust, the timing piece, yeah. which is the kind of like the fly in the ointment as the expression goes, mm -hmm. it's trusting the timing that the thing will arrive when 
everyone, when everything's aligned and when you're ready for it, it'll be there, but it's the trust. And for me, like trust, trust has been a massive um, life lesson for me Me all throughout my life. And it's the knowing and the recognizing. So when you recognize one of my coaches called it, um, Oh God, what was it? It was the, it's just literally just called noticing. So you're noticing and then there's evidence. So the evidence of, she talks about specifically in terms of money, um, where say you set a money goal and, but it's noticing all the wealth and the value of things that come to you. So it's not just the dollar value of that money goal. It's like, right. oh, someone bought me a coffee. Oh, that was, you know, worth five fifty, or someone mm. gave me, um, or I found three books in our free libraries that if I'd had to buy them would have been worth $60. So, you know, I count that because mm-hmm. I've found some really freaking awesome books in our local, like, little neighborhood free libraries. And I was like, wow, if I had to buy this, actually, the other day I found a whole series signed by the author in a box set, still sealed. It was $110 <laughs> Canadian. And it's it's kind of the books that I'd like, to, I'd like to read. And I'm curious about it. But I was like, I found it in our library. Cool. Yeah. So I brought it home and I was like, that's going on my list. Cause you know, if I'd had to buy that, it would have been 110 plus tax. So, you know, yeah. recognizing and seeing the things and the ways that your life has improved is so much more effective than trying to create from the place you know, of lack. Yeah. The place of lack, or I'm going to be perfectly honest and swear. I'm like the shit sandwich that might be on your plate <laughs> right now. Right. Because yeah, you know, and Sometimes the shit sandwich is really fucking big and you really like, you're like, oh, you know, but if you can leapfrog past that and go, okay, what is it going to be like when this, this is off my plate? Okay. Go to that feeling, go to that Being in that energy. Being in that energy and that'll disappear so much faster. Absolutely. Right. It's the whole, uh, Abraham Hicks. Um, Yeah. He said, being in that vibration and that we have to move into that vibration in order to be Mm -hmm. open for the thing we want to drop in because otherwise we're closed off like like so much of this is about our energetics yeah and definitely when we're repelling you know when we're in that like oh, i don't have the thing or this is wrong or that's wrong we're we're putting out a repelling energy bottom line yeah now i'm not saying that we should put a smile on our face and always just like pretend yeah. that life is don't rosy. bypass your bullshit. yeah but what do you need to yeah exactly don't bypass it you got to go through it so what do you need to do to move through the sludge to get to that place of, like you say, of being in that space of that vibration of the thing so that the thing can come to you? Mm-hmm. Sounds very meta. Um, it's okay. It's, it's very, um, I think this is actually a good opportunity to talk about what we have coming up in February mm-hmm. because we've, we are this, this is going out actually February 1st. So uh, February, we are talking about fierce serenity. And it is both a theme for the month and it is the name of our new group program experience, which is going to probably start the week of February 20th, 21st. We're just, we're just kind of solidifying that. It's in a flexible space right now. (laughs) But you need to have that level of fierce serenity. So just like what you talked about last night, Jane, when you were, had the opportunity to scroll or to meditate and the choice that's made in fierce serenity might be, turn off the scrolling and go to meditation mm-hmm. and the level of acceptance that you needed around going, yep, I scrolled. Oh, fierce serenity. I can, I still can still find serenity. I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's an aspect. Yeah. I mean, we're going to unpack this concept yeah. much more over the coming weeks and I think months because um, it's, it's, it's a concept that has really uh, landed for Jen and I. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're unpacking it. We want to unpack it with you, our listeners and our community as to what it might mean and bring up for you. Um, but this idea of the juxtaposition almost of, you know, bringing the fierceness and the serenity and it's not necessarily, sometimes it's bringing both of those things at the same time. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's that I see it like the way scales where sometimes you're in your fierceness and other times then you have to shift and move into that place of serenity within yourself. Um, or Jen was mentioning that, um, one of her connections the other day was when she heard the term, she was like, I see it as one. And like, I want to be fierceness. I'm oh, sorry. I want to be fierce in my serenity. Which yeah. was really cool too. So yeah. How do we bring this together? We're going to explore this, like Jen said, in a group container. Um, but we're also going to be talking a lot more about this as sort of a foundational piece to the work that Jen and I do. Yeah. Sounds exciting. So the, the nuts and bolts of the group container are, um, it's 10 spaces, six weeks long, and we will be exploring the concept of fierce serenity through a variety of aspects of life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and more through the lens of what the group brings to this container. And the goal is, oh, sorry, I was just going to say the goal would be to define what that is for you and bring it into your life. So that's what we want you to leave with. Like, how does this concept land for you? What is it? What is your definition of it? And supporting you and giving you the tools to leave with that. The other thing I maybe mention is that the six week program is a beta program. That's right. So this is just us rolling it out, testing it. So we're offering at the beta program price for the time for the six weeks. And then we're going to be running this as our signature program. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah, probably in a slightly different capacity. So if you're interested in getting in on the ground floor and being Being a co-creator with us. Yeah. Now's the time. Now is the time. Reach out. We'll put some details into the show notes as well as how you can get in touch with us. If this sounds like a yes, you're like no brainer, then definitely just reach out to us and we will get you set up. The other thing I want to mention is this practice that Jane and I are going to start. I think the details would be forthcoming. Um, We are going to start this seven minutes of silence Mm -hmm. in a 15 minute experience. And we've started the day this comes out. We started February 1st. I think we've decided to do it on Instagram. So I think we're going to go and do Instagram live. And the reason being we are talking is social media and whether it's Instagram Mm -hmm. or Facebook is so noisy. So what if we actually showed up and just were silent? And so Jen and I are going to bring back our practice of meeting um, at it's going to be 645 AM Pacific time, Uh, Monday to Friday only. Yes very clear on that. <laughs> yeah, good point. Monday to Friday, 6.45 a.m., we will be meeting and going live uh, on Instagram with seven minutes of silence. You are welcome to join us. We decided, like I said, to do it on Instagram because uh, I just like the fact that it's super noisy there. And mm-hmm. what if we could actually just mm-hmm. be the polarity to that and bring some silence? Also, if that doesn't work for your time zone, it's there for 24 hours. And, you know, you might be scrolling through your feed and you might find us and be like, huh, and have that opportunity to take seven minutes 
of quiet for yourself at whatever time it is in the day for you. Yeah. So yeah, super details exciting. will be continuing to come out on that. Through our Definitely Instagram follow us on Instagram. Our, our Instagram handle is at we are Jen and Jane. And definitely follow us there if you haven't already done so, because we're going to start those lives on Tuesday, today, the day this comes out. So I think that's it for us today. Fierce Serenity, Seven Minutes of Silence, February Fabulousness is forthcoming. (laughs) Pay attention to those tiny choices you make every day in the moment. Have an awesome day, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for these conscious combos. If you're ready to dive deeper, head on over to wearejenandjane.com to continue the conversation. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends or your network and leave us a review by going to Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at wearejenandjane and let us know what you enjoy and what you would like to see more of. We'd love to hear from you.